This episode of Eat the Rules is brought to you by You on Fire. You on Fire is the online group coaching program that I run that gives you a step-by-step way of building up your self-worth beyond your appearance. With personalized coaching from me, incredible community support, and lifetime access to the program so that you can get free from body shame and live life on your own terms. Get details on what's included and sign up for the next cycle at summerinandin.com forward slash you on fire. I'd love to have you in that group. This is Eat the Rules, a podcast about body image, self-worth, anti-dieting, and intersectional feminism. I am your host, Summer Inanin, a professionally trained coach specializing in body image, self-worth, and confidence, and the best-selling author of Body Image Remix. If you're ready to break free of societal standards and stop living behind the number on your scale, then you have come to the right place. Welcome to the show. This is episode 246, and it's the first of two episodes where I will be sharing stories of two of the incredible women who I've had the utmost pleasure of working with during the past few months during my You on Fire program. I love sharing these stories, and I know that they're going to resonate with you. You can find all the links and resources mentioned in this episode at summerinandin.com forward slash 246. First, I want to give a shout out to Libbles and Bits, Libbles and Bits, who left this review. I started from episode one last week and can't stop listening. I'm thinking about going into health coaching and she interviews so many people with so many points of view. I learn something new with each episode and feel super inspired. I also like how real she is. That's always nice. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that review. You can leave a review for the show by going to iTunes, search for Eat the Rules, then click ratings and reviews and click to leave a review or give it a rating. Or if you're in the app, I think you just have to like scroll down to the bottom and then you can leave a review there. It only takes two minutes. You can also subscribe to the show via whatever platform you use to listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to grab the free 10-day body confidence makeover at summerinandin.com forward slash freebies with 10 steps to take right now to feel better in your body. And if you're a professional, I have a body image coaching roadmap for professionals. It gives you an idea of how I work with clients and some things to avoid and do when you're working with clients. You can find that at summerinandin.com forward slash roadmap. Today, I am sharing the story of Starlet. Starlet, I worked with over these past few months, and it's been such a pleasure. She was in my group program, You on Fire. For those of you that don't know, I'm sure you do know a little bit. I talk about it at the beginning of every episode, but You on Fire is the online group coaching program that I run that gives you a step-by-step way of building up your self-worth beyond your gene size. It has personalized coaching from me. So you get a lot of attention from me, incredible community support, as well as lifetime access to all the incredible resources and materials in the program. It's really designed to help you get free from body shame, really get to know who you are beyond your appearance and live life on your own terms. You can get details on that at summerinandin.com forward slash you on fire. I'll talk a little bit more about the program at the end of this episode, but I wanted to jump right into my interview with Starlet. I know that you're going to love it. Let's get started. Hello, Starlet. Thank you so much for being here today. 
Hello. So let's get into this. Can you tell everybody just a little bit about who you are? Yes. Yeah, so I am. My name is Starlet. Hello, everyone. I uh, currently live in the Bay Area in California. I am a program manager at an energy company. And yeah. Great. Are you comfortable saying that you're also a parent? Oh, yes. And I'm also a parent of a <laughs> 21-month-old baby girl, uh, my my little angel. Yes. A new and a I felt like that was parent. Yeah. First time <laughs> parent at that, which, woo. <laughs> yeah that's ride. a lot, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> um so do you mind just telling everyone a little bit about what your frustrations were with uh, your body or the way you felt about your body before we started working together yeah so after i had my daughter i experienced a lot of things postpartum i struggled a lot and i gained a lot of weight with her and so my body literally transformed overnight and so I just had a lot of struggles with just accepting it's like how it looked, all the changes, just navigating this new body. One of the uh, metaphors I used, it just felt like I was, you know, dropped in a foreign country and didn't speak the language. And I'm trying to learn the language and I don't know how to learn. I didn't know what resources to go to because there was there. There's not a lot of material out there that teaches you the language when your body shifts from you know, one way to another. And, you know, the world is constantly throwing at you, snap back, snap back, snap back. But when that doesn't happen, you're kind of like, okay, what else am I supposed to do? Mm -hmm. So that's where I was struggling to even just navigate and understand what to even, how to even navigate my new, my new body. Yeah. And did you have any like fears or hesitations about like, like accepting the body, like were you kind of pulled back into dieting or anything like that? Like, Oh, absolutely. Because you're constantly, me for myself, I was constantly told you need to look a certain way when I was younger. I was constantly, you know, you know, oh, when you have a baby, you can lose the weight. That's what society tells you. So I struggled a lot. And I thought that one of the biggest things I remember in one of my calls with you, Summer, is that I thought, if I accepted this body that I would ultimately be accepted, being rejected by society because these bodies aren't normally accepted. They constantly, you know, reject these bodies and they, you know, and so I would have to be, I'd be opening up myself to ridicule and all of these things. And I was like, I don't want to feel bad about myself. Like I don't want to be, you know, told to feel bad about myself because I look a certain way. So that was one of the biggest things I struggled with was if I accept this, then I'm accepting rejection. Yeah. Wow. That's such a big point. And I think that so many people can relate to that as well. It's very valid. Mm -hmm. And so ultimately what, what helped you decide to make a change, like to, to engage with the program to like, say like, okay, I want to get some support working through this. Was there anything like poignant that happened? I know obviously the birth of your daughter, but anything that sort of stood out to you that made you want to work towards acceptance? Yeah, I didn't. um, I have to live in it. So I I didn't I didn't want to continue the way that I was going. And I and also I had to be completely honest with myself. And one of the biggest honesty moments I had with myself is I realized I felt the same way about my body even before I had my baby. Meaning Mm -hmm. it wasn't the size or the look, it was something more going on inside of myself. And that, yes, I can try this this next fad diet that I don't want to do. Yes, I can, you know, exercise unhealthy. But even when I was that size, I felt the exact same way. 
So do I want to keep, you know, keep on this cycle or do I actually want to really, really change and be different regardless of how I look? So that was like the biggest thing for me because and I and I knew I couldn't do it my way. I had to let go of my way of trying to do things and how I saw things because that wasn't serving me either. But I knew I needed help. And I'm one of those people when I need help, I get online. I start searching for different things that's different to what I'm looking for, even if it's like a, a, um, a, a 10 word paragraph that pops in my head, I'll type the whole paragraph into a search engine to see what comes up. So when I typed in like body image help and all the things, then that's when you came up and I'm like, okay, let me see what this is. And I'm like, okay, well, she has a book. So let me read the book. And then I put myself on the waiting list. Cause I was like, I need, I'm one of those people where I love to learn and I can acknowledge when I, and I know when I don't know how to do something, she knows, she sounds like she knows what she's doing. So <laughs> let me get some help because I knew I couldn't keep going the way I was going, regardless if I lost the weight or not. Yeah. And I had this little girl and I did not want her in that same toxic pattern that I had been my whole life that I saw my mother and all the people around me in. Yes. Yes. You wanted to break that generational cycle. I think exactly. that, that is, it. and it's such a good, it, that's such a helpful motivator, I think, because mm-hmm. you're doing it for something bigger than yourself. And I know that, you know, when other people have that sort of motivation, it definitely helps in the process. Yes, absolutely. Because I mean, I just, I couldn't keep going that way. I just couldn't. I just, the thought of another, like I call them, you know, the get thing quick schemes. I couldn't do it. I just could not do it again. I just didn't want to. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I commend you for that choice. And I'm so <laughs> glad for your Google search. <laughs> I actually didn't know that that's how you found me. That's great. Yes. Um, so what were some of the, like, uh, you know, the key stepping stones or like elements of the program that, that helped you along the way? One of the things just really listening to you in the coaching calls, uh, in the early coaching calls, I remember you said you are worthy just as you are right now in this moment. That was big because I think a lot of, t- not a lot of times, I know the whole, my whole life, I attached my worth to my success, my intelligence, my appearance to things that are fleeting. And when you said that, and, and it's interesting because I think it, I was so open to change that it hit different. Cause you know, you just, those are things that people have said to me before. But mm-hmm. when you said that, it just hit different because I was at the bottom, bottom of tired of being in the cycle and being the way that I was. And so when you said that, I'm like, she's right. Like, you're worthy right now in this moment. Like, it doesn't matter. And I started building off of that. And it's not an overnight type of thing. I also, I allowed myself to have my temper tantrums. And this is what I say when I had a huge meltdown, you know, one day. And I remember having this this huge, just, just, just frustrated. And after that, I just, this, right after the meltdown, I just got this huge you know, aha epiphany moment that I really needed to start understanding my value and my worth, period, outside of how I look or how much money I make or what job I have, like all of these external forces. But I needed to start digging into that internally because our worth is always there. What happens is you have your saboteur or your inner critic, shady boots is what I've named mine, that's drowning out the voice. And then you have all of these societal things and, and and images that are constantly bearing on top of it. So you even forget or don't even recognize what it looks like because they're trying to define your worth for you. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, beautiful. I love how you said that and just how it landed in that particular moment for you too, just about, you know, you're worthy just as you are, like without having to prove yourself. And I think that that's like, that's, that's a tough thing to internalize, but yeah. <laughs> we're, all, we're all getting there. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's continuous. That's one of the other things that helped me a lot was I'm such a, I do A, B and my result will equal C and we're done and we're happy and we're, you know, I'm always thinking of it as a race and a marathon, but it's really a continuous journey until I'm no longer on this earth. So yeah. accepting that, really accepting that and embracing that, then you can move with the ebbs and flows of this process and understanding that you don't have to get to an end point. You just keep going. One minute you may feel like you're on the mountaintop. The next minute you may feel just awful, but you give yourself permission to have those moments. And with these tools that I got, I've known how to come out of those moments. And I recently said on a call, like when I was going down the rabbit, the rabbit hole with the skis, you just don't go down so deep. Instead of going 20 feet down, then maybe I'll go only 10 feet because I'm able to start counteracting that nosedive and putting the brakes on it with the tools that I've learned in this program. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love it. And so what are what were some of the like highlight moments for you? Like anything that you've sort of done or experienced that you're, you would like to share or celebrate? I think the biggest one for me, and this is a big deal for me, is when I look in the mirror, I did not have the same mental verbal response to my body. I would look in the mirror at my body and I would just look at it and say to myself, you're worthy just right now. And I do it continuously. But this is the best part. I believe it. See, before you can say affirmations, but they don't do much if you don't believe them. I really, when the shift happened and I said, but I really believe that. Like you can just feel a change inside of you because I can really believe what I'm telling myself. Like I genuinely believe that now. Well, before when I first started, I was a mess. Like I did not believe any of that because of what is constantly being fed to me. So I didn't believe that. Like you have to look a certain way or be a certain way. So I didn't believe, oh, I'm just worthy. Just no, that's not true. That's what people say. You know, that's what I'm telling myself or listening to the inner critic. But when I really had that moment, I was like, wow, I believe that. And when that voice started becoming louder than the inner critic's voice, it was huge for me because then I realized I was like, you can live your life and have the life that you want right now. You don't have to wait to be a certain size. You don't have to wait to look a certain way. You don't have to wait to be accepted by other people because that's another big one that came to me where I was tying my worth to acceptance and I had rejection issues. So I had to deal with that because I'm like, no, your worth shouldn't be tied to any of those things and you're valuable. But really, really knowing that and believing that and you know, because we all know what's true and what's not to ourselves. And at that moment, when that became really true for me, that was huge. Wow. I got like goosebumps hearing you talk about that, <laughs> that moment. How did that feel? How did that feel in that moment? It felt amazing because I was able, I had like benchmarks where I was able to reflect back where the response was different. Mm-hmm. Where I'll be in the mirror just crying, like, look at my body, look what happened to me. Yeah. And it wasn't my body. It was more so the the fact that I thought my, like what I had that made me worthy was gone, mm-hmm. but I was misled. <laughs> that That's what the world wants me to believe because they capitalize on that belief. That's not true. My worth is just, I'm, and I tell myself this all throughout the day, 
you are worthy right now. Like yesterday, I was sitting on the balcony. I was like, you are worthy right now with these uh, sparkly cat headphones on that your daughter put on your head, <laughs> you know, <laughs> looking at the tree, you know, in these, in these, you know, sweats and sweatshirt, no makeup on, you are still worthy and you are still valuable. And I do that constantly because, and I believe it to be true. And I do that. So when Shady Boots tries to show up because, you know, she, I can't, you know, I try to send her pack and she always wants to come back. Then I can counter that much faster and, and not, you know, go completely all the way down. Even if I go down a little bit, like, no, you're fine just in this moment. And I do it when nothing's happening. So it doesn't have to be like I got the job or something happened to make me be in a good mood. You just, I do it just because. Yeah. Beautiful. I love that. It's unconditional. That's yeah, unconditional. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Amazing. Exactly. Amazing. And then I know one of the other experiences you had recently that was also quite, was quite good for you was shopping. Like you had a very positive yes. shopping experience. If yes. you don't mind me bringing that up. No, I, no, not at all. I went shopping for the first time and I was like trying on stuff and I was like, okay, this is cute. And I was sending them to my 23 year old niece. And she was like, cause she's into fashion. I feel like I'm so out of style. I'm working on it though. I'm getting better. But she was like, Oh, that's cute. I like that. And it just made me feel good to like, cause you would say that buy clothes that fit, that you're comfortable, but that look good, that you feel good in. And it doesn't have to be anyone else's standard or what anyone else thinks feels and looks good because I'm still trying to develop like what my fashion is now, what that looks like for me. And it felt really good. And I bought a bunch of clothes cause I had to go back into the office and even that was helpful because I was, I had to get dressed, you know, because I wasn't working from home anymore, but I didn't realize how such a positive impact that would have. And even going back to the office made me see like my coworkers cared for me unconditionally. They didn't care that I had gained all this weight. They weren't making comments. They were still coming. It was like a nonstop train coming to my desk when they heard that I was back in the office. They were so happy to see me. They responded to me the exact same. And so all of these narratives I had created in my mind, well, let me rephrase, all those narratives that Shady Boots had created in my mind, (laughs) (laughs) they weren't true because these people just embraced me because they knew they they've known me now for years. Yeah. Amazing. I love that story so much. And so what does it feel like now to be in this place, like to have come this far, to have this baggage off your shoulders? It feels relieving. It's still like, I'm not going to sit up here and say this is 100% fixed and I've made it to the, because that's not it. But Mm -hmm. the thing is, it's not about making it to the end. It's about accepting that there is no end. And it's about accepting and embracing your emotions and feeling those emotions and not fighting back or not feeling bad. Like when I see my my baby have a temper tantrum, I'm like, I feel you. I'm I'm probably going to have one later on. Maybe we'll see. Get out that energy, you know, (laughs) you know, I understand it now because we are so conditioned to think we're supposed to behave a certain way when we get a certain age. But for me, what that has looked like is me internalizing and not expressing my emotions because I'm quote unquote too old to act like that. When that's not true, I can have the ugly cry and 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 get that and express that emotion. I can yell and scream and maybe roll around on the floor next to her if I'm upset too, or whatever that looks like, but get it out and not keeping it in. And then you get a moment of this is I call it like this. It's like this moment after that where you get some like clarity, like, okay, relief, you feel better. And then Mm -hmm. you're starting to think about things and not just trying to fight against myself to not feel what I'm feeling. 
So it feels like I say that to say that the, the baggage of trying to hold all that in or trying to be a certain way, it feels relieving because now I have tools to address that and navigate that. I don't have to run and hide from those feelings or emotions or those things that I may not like or dislike. I can just be like, this is this thing. That's okay. How do you feel? I'm disappointed. I'm mad. So feel those. And then start countering that with the tools that I have to come up on the other side of it. Amazing. Incredible. I just love hearing you talk about, I lo- I've always loved hearing you speak to these things because oh, you, you. You, you have so much wisdom. You do. I feel like you could be a speaker on this subject. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. are so lucky to have you. Um, thank you. So what's your advice? What's one piece of advice that you have for people listening today? The one, the biggest advice, and Summer has said this over and over again, give yourself grace and mercy. That was really important throughout this process. Give yourself grace and mercy with yourself and don't be hard on yourself. Don't beat yourself up. We are who we are and we have enough to deal with in the world without us also having to deal with us not accepting us. And I really think that the grace and mercy part also helps me come over when I'm on the rabbit hole slopes. It's another tool that I use and say, okay, give myself the same grace I would give my daughter. Give myself Mm -hmm. the same mercy that I would give her. Like I am valued and worthy of that same grace and that same mercy. And I'm a person. And I start going back and and those things are true. Because another thing I also realized is the narrative of shady boots is based off of assumptions. And that's why you can't build your worth off of that. You have to build your worth off what is true. And that's very important. Yes, my body has changed. That is true. But my worth hasn't. You know, my my value hasn't. I just needed to see that. And I think that me being stripped down and that being taken away was a great thing because it allowed me to see me for me without all of these things defining or me allowing all these things to define who I am. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Beautiful. Again, like... (laughs) So poignant to say all those things like that. <laughs> Better than I could ever. <laughs> um, yeah, no, you're always just so encouraging to other people, I think. <laughs> That's Thank a, you. Yeah, Thank yeah. You. Like whenever we were on the calls together, you would, you would, um, you know, speak to these things like that. And I was always just like, I hope other people are like, you know, really absorbing this the way I am. Because you are, you just have such a great way of, of communicating all of them. Um, all of these concepts and your experiences in a way that I think uplifts others too. So I always really appreciated that, that in our interactions together, I always just, was like, it feels like I'm listening to like a motivational speaker. In a way. Oh, thank, you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah. It's you. good. It's good. In a good way. Not in like a yeah. cheesy Tony. Yeah. Right? Right? We don't want that. Right. Um, is there anything else that you want to add today before we wrap it up? Yeah. Just for anyone listening, it's really important that, you know your worth and your value. It's not tied up into the job you have. It's not tied up into the titles you have, how your body looks. It's not tied up into any of those things. You are worthy and valuable where you're sitting at in this moment, listening to this. You are valuable and you are worthy and you don't have to do, if you didn't do anything else, your worth and value would not change. And that's one of the things I'm grateful that this program really opened up my eyes and got me to see. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Thank you so much for saying that. I think that that's the essence of it is just letting go of, you know, all of the sort of expectations that that we've internalized, all mm-hmm. of the external validation that we're trying to hinge our, our worth on and really just come back to, you know, being at home in our body and being at home with ourselves and, and knowing that like we're good enough just as we are. So mm-hmm. I appreciate you so much sharing your story today. It's been yeah. so lovely to catch up with you. And um, it, every conversation that we had was always just so enjoyable for me. Like I said, like I, I always took something away because I just, I feel like you have such a great way of yeah, just thinking about these things and then and then sharing them with everybody else as well. Thank you. I appreciate it. I really do. And let's be like, she coached me through a lot, guys. <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> blubbering tears. I mean, all the things. Like, it wasn't always this this way just to give that disclaimer <laughs> yeah we go through we go through the mess together That's yeah, what I'm here for. yeah. <laughs> but then like you've got so much more clarity and it's the, that's the beautiful part of it and of course there'll be different iterations of that you'll still be go through messy periods we all do but um yeah. but like you said that's where the clarity comes so i appreciate that i appreciate you being so open i appreciate you being, you know, like an active participant in that way and just, and really committing to it. And I think that it just shows the kind of, you know, the difference that it makes you here today sharing everything that you've shared. So it's just been, it's just been wonderful. I'm so grateful that you came into the program and and, uh, into my life, Starlet. Thank you. And I'm grateful for you too, because there's not a lot of people doing this. And I know why, because if a lot of people, if we had, if we knew our worth and our value, it would take a hit to capitalism. It'd be a problem. (laughs) (laughs) And it's unfortunate because I wish there was more like this. Like I wish my daughter would grow up in the world and see more of this than what what's out there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're the biggest influence in her and you're going to have that impact. And she's so lucky to have it. Like, just so lucky to have you. She's, thank you. you know, yeah. Thank beautiful. You. It makes me so happy to know that she's growing up with you. <laughs> thank yeah. You. Thank yeah. You. It's beautiful. Thank you so much, Starlet. I really appreciate well, you. Being thank you. Today. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. I hope you enjoyed listening to that. I hope you feel galvanized and inspired and know that this is possible for you after hearing this story. And I love to share these stories because I know that you can relate to them. And it's super helpful to hear it from someone else who is newer to this work and is maybe in a little bit more of a similar place to yourself. And they can really show you that doesn't matter your age or your size or if your body size has changed, but it is possible to feel more neutral in your body and to really know that you are valuable and worthy. I think there's, there's so much fear that can come up when we stop dieting and the idea of our accept, accepting our body can, it can, a lot of fear comes up like Starlet was talking about, you know, this like fear of what other people are going to think of you and, or you, you might be afraid of like what's going to happen to my body or I'm never going to be able to trust myself or I failed everything else. And I'm just going to fail this. And I just think that all of that stuff is just, I mean, it's the voice of our fear, but it, we prove ourselves wrong when we actually invest some time and energy into this work. You, there's nothing to lose by learning to value yourself beyond how you look and really moving through some of the feelings that are underneath. And In You on Fire, I really help you to learn to be kinder to yourself, to quiet that judgmental voice in your head, and to stop caring so much about what other people think. 
so that you can live life on your terms. You can speak up. You can be more intimate with your partner. You can enjoy social occasions more. We talk about how to really discover who you are and your value and know that your value and what you bring to this world is so much far beyond your appearance. And more specifically, we really talk about how to feel physically and emotionally neutral about our body as well as as it relates to pictures, as it relates to the mirror reflection. And when people really engage with this, they start to experience life differently because they have more agency over themselves and their opinions and their choices. And they're more present in their everyday interactions. And they can look in the mirror and maybe like what they see or not, but go on with their day and have so much more space and freedom. Like Starlet said, it's like it's a relief. And they just have so much more mental space to just be fully present and experience the life that's in front of them. And I absolutely adore everyone that I have the honor of working with because I get to witness this transformation and I get to walk alongside them. And it's not just like the fact that maybe they can wear a bikini now or go shopping and have it, have it be really fun. Like that stuff's really important too. But what I really value is that there's no going back for them. And with all the changes they experience, they start to leave a different kind of mark on this world. And whether that's through being a different type of role model to your kids or being able to speak up against fat phobic stuff that they see, like that's how we start to change this culture. And when we open our eyes to the ways that we've been influenced by society standards and we say, I'm not going to take this anymore, it can result in some really incredible things. And the end result is the impact we leave on others. And that creates this ripple effect. And I do this work because I know that you are all, you listening, you are inherently worthy. And it is possible for you to believe that for yourself and really experience that. And it's amazing what can happen in three months or six months if you take the leap and really decide to put some time and intention into this. And I would love nothing more than to support you with that. So if that's piquing your interest, go get all the details for you on fire. Get your name on the wait list at summerinandin.com forward slash you on fire. I've been running this program for over seven years. So I have a little bit of experience. Haha. <laughs> no, <laughs> I've been running this program for over seven years and I see the impact it has. And I'm blown away by the transformations that take place. It's really about transforming how you see yourself and your outlook on life. So thank you so much for listening today. I've got another story to share next week. And then we've got some other amazing interviews through to the new year. So Thank you again for listening. You can find everything that was mentioned here, including a video version of this interview at summerinandin.com forward slash 246. Thank you so much for being here today. Rock on. I'm Summer Inanin, and I want to thank you for listening today. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Summer Inanin. And if you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts, search Eat the Rules, and subscribe, rate, and review this show. I would be so grateful. Until next time, rock on.